Hey, fam. Hello, 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 family. Y'all know I got a word. Y'all know what I'm coming here for because I got a word. Okay. Uh, First off, let me say happy new year. Happy, happy, happy new year because God is mighty. He is going to do a mighty move in this year. Okay. He's going to do a mighty move. You know what? I was sitting in the bathroom, right? Yes, I was. That's like, that. I don't know about y'all, but the bathroom be the war room for real. So I'm sitting in the bathroom and the Lord has spoke to me because I had a few dreams last night. We're not getting into the dreams or nothing, but I just want to tell you what the Lord said to me. And he said, people are going to begin to see the spiritual so clearly in the natural. It's just going to look so spiritual to you in the natural. Okay. And just take that back to the Lord. Ask him. So what I want to do is I want to read you what the Lord has spoke to me. He had gave me this um, a couple days ago. He started giving it to me. And I'm bringing it forth to you. And this is what the Lord says. My people have limited my people have limited me. They have heard my commands and had disbelief. I can bring them through what I said I could. I have removed idols and my children think I am punishing them but what is the first and second command I am the I am your God and you are my people I will not tolerate any idols before me I am the God who raised his son from the dead and I will raise your mortal bodies too are you ready to witness my great power and splendor brace yourself for this next move of my glory in your life i the sovereign lord has spoken mm. feeling it when he studied it blessing okay because i don't know about y'all but i need him to give me life in this mortal body okay i need i need I'm, i want to see this powerful move of god because i need him hallelujah remember the last episode we was talking about opposition Family, that is so true. I have been facing so much opposition. But one thing I know is I'm not giving up on my God. Do you hear me? I need him. I need to breathe him. I need him to survive. If I have God, I have nothing. Okay? So think it not strange if you're facing fiery trials. I know I've I've been saying this, but think it not strange because God's glory is on the horizon. Do you hear me? His glory is on the horizon and that enemy is trying to do whatever he can do to to, um, derail you from what God is doing in your life. But like I said to you the other day, no demon devil in hell can stop what God has for you. Do you hear what I'm saying? I don't care what them lying imps have been whispering in your ear. No demon devil in hell has the power to stop what God is doing in your life. Do you hear me? Hallelujah. So I want to first, I want to read you because the Lord had brought me to, um, I believe it was first Kings chapter 17 because the Lord had told me to read it. And I'm just like, um, okay. I don't really understand it. I mean, I understand what happened, but I didn't understand how it went with the word. Right. So, let's start at the top. 
Now Elijah, who was from Teshbe and Gilead, told King Ahab, As surely as the Lord, the God of Israel is, the God I serve, there will be no dew or rain during the next few years until I give the word. Then the Lord said to Elijah, Go to the east and hide by Kirith Brook, near where it enters the Jordan River. Drink from the brook and eat what the ravens bring you, for I have commanded them to bring you food. So Elijah did as the Lord told him and camped beside Kareth Brook, east of the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat each morning and evening, and he drank from the brook. But after a while, the brook dried up, for there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. And in our lives, right, the Lord has been telling us, okay, I, he has prepared a way for us. He's had pl- a plan. He has a ram in the thicket about what he has said. Yes, although that the world is seeing um, a dryness, the world is seeing, um, like, what is that, um... Uh, what is that? A drought. You know, the world is seeing famine of of the Lord, of, of not seeing the rain. But the Lord has been, he has hidden us in, in a secret place and has been shielding us and protecting us. Although calamity is happening all around us. You get what I'm saying? But the thing about it is, you have been feeling like, you are in a, a position where you're stuck. You've been feeling like you're in a position where, okay, Lord, you brought me here, but now I don't, I don't, I, I don't feel you no more. I don't feel like this is the place anymore, but you have been providing for me in this place. I'm confused. I don't know what to do. I've got comfortable here. Hear me. I have got comfortable here and now I don't know what to do because this is oh, this is where you brought me to but now I don't feel like you're here anymore I don't feel like this is where I should be anymore and the Lord has a good plan for you hallelujah he says I have a good plan for you my child hallelujah I want to take you from glory to glory so sometimes I have to push you to the next glory says the Lord sometimes I have to push you to the next glory says the Lord it's all in my good plan. Trust me. Hallelujah. Trust me. Oh, God is good. Because when, when he, oh, God, glory, glory be to God. So last night, right, I'm driving around with my sister. And we was on some greedy stuff. We wanted to go to Wendy's, right? But Wendy's around where I live at be wrapped around the building. I know it be like Chick-fil-A at Wendy's. I know y'all know how the Chick-fil-A lines be. It be like Chick-fil-A lines at Wendy's. And I be like, how? Right? But they do got some good nuggets. They shut in they shut in the fast food industry down with the nuggets, but that's another story for another time. <laughs> so I'm praying, right? Cause listen, I know my guy hear me, and I'm like, Lord, because it's late. I'm tired. I want to go home. I want to go to sleep, but I'm hungry. So I was like, Lord, please let this line not be long, right? I was like, please let this line not be long in the name of Jesus. Right? So I heard him in my mind. I didn't say nothing to my sister, but I heard the Lord say, trust me. I heard him say it. And I just kept driving down the street. We get to Wendy's, y'all. 
I pulled right up to the speaker and I said, my God is a good God. He's an awesome kind of God. You hear me? He is such a good God because all he calls for you to do is trust him. Yes, he knows that where he has sent you has dried up. Yes, he know that there are there was no rainfall anywhere in the land. Yet in the land, yes, he knows these things. Yes, he knows where he sent you is dry. He knows that where he sent you is barren. He knows these things, but will you trust him? Will you trust him even when you're uncertain of the next move of God? Will you trust him, family? I'm speaking to you. Listen, because I can understand what it feels like being in a dry, parched land. I understand that. I understand hearing people saying, God's going to come through for you. God's about to do this in your life. But you have no um, evidence of what God's about to do. I know what that feels like family but you still gotta trust them all we although we don't have evidence of what god is saying you got to know god there's no evidence of god like you get what i'm saying we see all his his what's the word i want to look what's saying his majesty we see all of his magnificence that's the word i want to use we see all his magnificence around us every day every day is right in front of us that god is real but in in the, in the flesh, it's still hard to believe it. Does that make sense? People still deny that there's there's a God, but the evidence is all around people that God is so. You get what I'm saying? So when the Lord is making a promise to you, sometimes there won't be evidence. Sometimes there will be evidence, but will you trust him in that dry land? Will you trust him in that parched land? He knows that he sent he knows he sent you there. He knows that he's been providing for you there. But now that you feel like it's dried up, will you still trust him? So then let's keep going. Then the Lord said to Elijah, go and live in a village of Zarephath near the city of Sidon. I have instructed a widow there to feed you. So he went to Zarephath. As he arrived at the gates of the village, he saw a widow gathering sticks and he asked her, would you please bring me a little cup of a, a little water in a cup? As she was going to get it, he called to her, bring me a bite of bread too. But she said, I swear by the Lord your God that I don't have a single piece of bread in the house. And I only have a handful of flour left in the jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug. So the Lord had already instructed the widow to, to tend to him, right? It says, I have instructed a window there to feed you. She, he already had instructed that this widow was going to feed Elijah. And you see, she her faith was still wavering because she heard the Lord. She heard what the Lord said. But the evidence showed that there was, oh, God is good. The evidence of what she could see in the natural was that I don't have enough. All that was that all that was in the natural was lack. All she saw was lack in the natural. But the Lord said what he said because God knows what is so. And now I want to correlate that back to your promises. The Lord has made you some mighty promises. 
He has made you some mighty promises and you're sitting there in the dry parched land. You're sitting there in the lack and you're like, how? How? There's no evidence. There's no evidence that this thing is going to happen. I keep on hearing 2022 is going to be the year, but there's no evidence, Lord. It's just a lack here. Lord, I don't even feel you in this place no more. This place that we once shared, I don't even feel you anymore, God. I I feel like I'm alone. Hallelujah. 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 I feel like I'm alone. Ooh, Jesus. And it says, and I have only a handful of flour left in the jar and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jug. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal and then me and my son will die and I will die. But Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go ahead and do just what you said, but make a little bread for me first. Then use what is left to prepare a meal for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, there will always be flour and olive oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and crops to grow again. You see how there was no evidence to what Elijah said. There was no evidence of it at all. She only had enough to, for her and her son to eat and then they were planning to die. Because in the natural, it was just lack. In the natural, all they could see was a dry parched land. You get what I'm saying? In the in your natural, all you can see is a dry parched land. All you can see is that your finances is dry, dried up. All you can see is that your health is dried up. All you can see is that your faith is dried up. Can we talk about it? Can we be real today? Can we be real today? All you see in the natural is that your marriage is dried up. All we see in the natural is that your love life is dried up. Can we can we talk about it today? Can we be real today? Can we be real? Can we really act like in 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 that secret place we sit there and we be like God, how? Can we talk about that or are we going to act like we holier than now? Which one we going to do today? Which one we going to do? When when the Lord promised you the promise of marriage, but you like, Lord, ain't nobody even checking for me. Can we talk about it? Lord, this man done walked out of my life. You talking about you about to restore my marriage? Lord, I don't know if I'm coming or going. I don't know if the doctor said I got this, but you saying I'm healed. Can we talk about it? Can we talk about wavering? Can we talk about those things? Because that's what the widow was doing. She heard what God said, but she still was like, I don't see the evidence. Okay, you're telling me that I want to have enough olive oil and flour, but how? But how, God? You see the drought that's before my life. How are you going to supply this? I can't understand it. And that's the point. That's where you got to get to. Lord, I don't understand, but I give it to you, God. The word says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understandings. You just, I just don't understand. Lord, I go into the secret place, but I don't feel you in the secret place. Trust me, says God. And lean not to your own understandings. Know that I have a good plan. Who, Jesus? Know that I got a good plan. Will you trust me? 
It says, so she did as Elijah said, and she and Elijah and her family continued to eat for many days. Ooh. So we, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. We just went to, we just seen where she says in verse 12, and I have only a handful of flour left in the jar and a little cooking oil. She got a handful of flour and a little bit of cooking oil and at the bottom of the jug. That's it. That's all she got. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal and then my son and I will die. Then my son and I will die. That was her plans. That was her plans. But God got a plan for he knows the plans he has for you. So then we get down to verse what? 18. And it says, it says Elijah, her and her family continue to eat for many days. For many days. Do you see how the Lord will provide? It's not about the evidence. The enemy wants you to focus on the lack. Your own human, your human side, your fleshly side wants you to focus on the lack. It wants to focus on you don't got evidence of this thing. So it, it don't matter. It don't matter because you don't got evidence. Hallelujah. You don't even got evidence of your faith. But you just know it's just something in you that you just like, I believe you, God. I believe you. And it's just a war raging on within you because you're like, I believe God. But yes, I see the lack. You get what I'm saying? But I need you to understand something. The reason why you believe God is because he placed that within you. And can't no demon, devil, or hell. You can't even take that from you. You got to remember, you didn't choose the Lord. The Lord chose you. He appointed you to go and produce fruit. Do you understand me? Do you understand me? It's, it's, it's not about. Oh, I chose, I gave life to the Lord. I chose the Lord. No, the Lord chose you. And he has placed some mighty things on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Yes, the Lord, the Lord has, you. he works with your faith. He, the only way you can please him is with your faith. But the Lord has chose you. And he knows what he's placed within you. And he is showing you what he has placed within you. Do you hear what I'm saying? You are born for his glory. You are born to give God much glory. Do you know that about your life? Do you know that your life is to bring glory to the father? Did you know that? Hallelujah. So I want to keep going. And it says, there was always enough flour and olive oil left in the containers, just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. Although we see the world going through lack, although we see the world going through calamity, although we see the world going through perilous times, right? We was always have enough. The Lord is making a promise today with his people. He is saying when you see these things happen in the world, know that you will always have enough. You will always have enough as I have promised you. Hallelujah. Sometime later, the woman's son became sick. He grew worse and worse and finally he died. Then she said to Elijah, oh man of God, what have you done to me? Have you come here to point out my sins and kill my son? 
But Elijah replied, give me your son. And he took the child, the child's body from her arms. Hold up, family. Sorry. And carried him up the stairs to the room where he was staying and laid the body on his bed. Then Elijah cried out to the Lord, Oh Lord, my God, why have you brought tragedy to this widow who has opened her home to me, causing her son to die? And he stretched himself over the child three times and cried out to the Lord, Oh Lord, my God, please let this child's life return to him. The Lord heard Elijah's prayer and the life of the child returned and and he revived. Revived. Then Elijah brought him down from the upper room and gave him to his mother. Look, he said, your son is alive. Then the woman told Elijah, now I know for sure that you are a man of God, that the Lord has truly speaks through you. Hallelujah. The Lord had to let that situation get good and dead. You've been hearing promises. You've been hearing that the Lord is going to do a mighty move in your life. You you have heard that the Lord is going to restore your years. You have heard that the Lord will give you beauty for your ashes. You have heard that the Lord is making your land fruitful. You have heard these things. But the Lord, you're like, but Lord, all these promises are dead. Lord, did you bring me this far just to drop me? Can we talk about this today? Can we talk about we had those moments? You brought me this far to let me fall, God? Yeah, I heard what the people said. I hear what they saying. I hear what your people say. But Lord, in this situation, all I see is lack. All I see is that my promises lay before me dead. Hallelujah. But the Lord had to let that happen. Because he wants you to see his resurrection power. The Lord said greater things you will do because he is with the father. Greater things. Even Jesus had to come to a point where he died. But that was to show the resurrection power of God. You will truly know that people have these the, the people of God have spoken true words of life over your life. They have really been speaking the word of God. They really have been speaking these promises over your life. You will begin to see it. You will begin to see a blossom. You will begin to see the fruits of what they have spoken over you. You will begin to see the harvest that the Lord has prepared for you. Because the Lord is showing you, it's by my power. Hallelujah. He had to let you exhaust everything else. He had to let you go from this place to that place trying to get an answer. He had to let you see it. He had to let your finances get into the triple negatives to show you that it's about me. It's about my power. It's about once I touch it. Hallelujah. I give off life. That's what it's about. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Who Jesus. So then um I was I got some notes in my phone that I had wrote down, right? And first I want to talk to you about perfect love. Who Jesus. Okay, hold on. I want to take you to that scripture. Give you just a second. And it is 
First John chapter four, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Hold on, let me read that. I'm sorry, I'm going to read the NLT. Such love has no fear, because perfect love expels all fear. If we are, if we were... If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. Who Jesus. And family, I want to talk to you about the perfect love of the father. Do you hear me? Because it's in my weakness that I see the love of the father. It's when, when I'm going through condemnation that I see the perfect love of the father. Hallelujah. It's when the enemy whispers lies into my ears that I see the perfect love of the father. It's okay. Family, I'm going to give you a, 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 a scenario. I live, um, obviously it's just me and my kids, right? And sometimes I come home whenever because I, I know God loves me. And I know that anything that happens to me is because God allowed it, right? I know that. I know that can't nobody just run up to me and do anything to me unless God said it was okay. You get what I'm saying? So when I do, when, even when I feel fear, I have to sit back and I have to assess it. I have to remember God loves me so much. He loves me beyond what my mind can fathom. He loves me so much to give up his life. Do you hear me? He was broken to make me whole. He was pierced for my rebellion. He was crushed for my iniquities. I know how much he loves me. And that's the one thing that the enemy tries to take from you is how much God loves you. God don't love you. You did this, 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 and that. But it's in the ashes that I see the beauty. Who is when I see how, how nasty my life was how wicked I I was and the wicked things that I did that I see how much God loved me that he died to set me free from that who Jesus he died to set me free from that life of wickedness he died to give me beauty for my ashes that's how I know that the father loves me that's how his perfect love cast out all fear I don't worry about oh God's gonna leave me I don't let that stay in my mind I don't let it stay in my mind that God's gonna leave me in this situation because I know he loves me too much. I know that he loves me enough that he died to bring me out of this. Who Jesus and I trust him. I know that sometimes it's hard. It's hard. And you have that fear there. But if you gotta just you gotta go back to perfect love, cast out all fear. And God is getting ready to show you just how much he loves you. He is about to show you just how much he loves you. Who Jesus. You got to remember, if it wasn't for our weakness, how could we see that his power, his grace is all that we need? His power works best in our weakness. How could we see the power of God if it wasn't for our weakness? How? Yes, it's easy to dwell on the past. It's easy to be like, I used to be like this, this, and this. I used to do this. I used to do that. It's so easy to dwell on those things. It's so easy to let your mind go there. You want to know what I realize is harder? Believing and trusting that God loves me. That that he loves me beyond my past. So 
I, I had to realize it's very hard. But once you get it, can't nobody take it from you. You get what I'm saying? Once you understand how much God loves you, can't nobody take that from you. Yes, sometimes you might be in an uncomfortable position, but you just got to remember God's love. You got to remember, hallelujah. When you do communion, you are um, announcing the Lord's death until he comes back. You get what I'm saying? And when you do that and when you break the bread and you realize that was his body that was broken for you. And when you drink that wine and you remember that that was the blood that was pouring out for you. It's just not that easy to walk in fear anymore. It's just not that easy to to fall into the, the trap and the snares of the enemy of the condemnation. It's just not that easy no more. Because I know his body was broken for me. I know his blood was pouring out for me. And you're not just about to act like that all of that was in vain. Because I know that my God does does not do anything in vain. I know everything is for a purpose. Hallelujah. Do you get what I'm saying, family? Do you get what I'm saying? It's so easy to get stuck there. But will but will you fight? Well, remember we talked about Moses, how he would climb the mountain because he knew the glory of God was at the top. Will you climb the mountain because you know that the glory of God is at the top? Will you climb? Yeah, you might get scratched on a couple rocks. Yeah, you might feel like you lost your foot for a second on a rock. Yes, your hands might get tired. Your legs might get tired. But will you keep on pressing the mark to the top? Will you keep going? Because you know the glory of God is there, family. I'm not about to sit here and act like with y'all that my life is rainbows and daisies every day. Because that will be a lie. Jesus said that we will go through many many trials. We will go through many trials. We will have sorrows. But take heart because he has overcome the world. So I'm not about to sit here and act like my life is always peaches and cream because it's not. But let me tell you something. I know that I'm going from glory to glory. I know that I'm not leaving my Lord. I know he's not leaving me. I know I'm not giving up on that because listen, it's just something about God that I just can't give up on him. It's just something about Jesus that I just can't give up on him. You get what I'm saying? And, and the Lord placed that within me. So I know he has placed that within you. Do you hear what I'm saying? We are going to go through things, but take heart because Jesus has overcome the world. Hallelujah. I want to take you um, to Romans, Romans 6, chapter 11. I mean, I said chapter 11. I'm sorry, y'all. Romans, Romans 8. I said Romans 6. I'm tearing up. Romans 8, chapter. Oh, my gosh. I keep doing it. <laughs> Romans 8, verse 11. There we go. The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you, living within you. The same spirit that's living within you is going to give you life. You are going to see the resurrection power of God. Who? Jesus. You are going to live this life and live it more abundantly. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because God is a man of his word. His word is not going to return back void. Who? That's one thing I know. I know God's word can't return back void because he's a man of his word. He is a man of his word. 
For the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives in you. I need you to say that right now. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead is living in me. Who do you believe it? Who Jesus? And it says, and just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same spirit living within you. Once we're in a situation that you felt like was dry and parched, the Lord is giving you your harvest. The Lord is giving you your harvest. Hallelujah. Oh, what is that Bible verse? Hold up. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. Hold on, y'all. I'm trying to find it for y'all. Give your sister a second. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. Let your sis have a moment, y'all. Because the sovereign Lord has spoken. Hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. Hold up, Ebony. Hold up. Okay, fam. I'm sorry. Let's go to Isaiah 51. And it says, a, listen, a call to trust the Lord. Listen to me, all who hope for deliverance, all who seek the Lord. Consider the rock from which you were cut, the quarry from which you were mined. Yes, think about Abraham, your ancestor, and Sarah, who gave birth to your nation. Abraham was only one man when I called him, but when I blessed him, he became a great nation. The Lord will comfort Israel again and have pity on her ruins. Her desert will blossom like Eden, her barren, barren wilderness like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found there. Songs of thanksgiving will fill the air. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, Israel, for my law will be proclaimed and my justice will become a light to the nations. My mercy and justice are coming soon. My salvation is on the way. My strong arm will bring justice to the nations. All distant lands will look to me and wait to hope and wait and hope for my powerful arm. Look up to the skies above and gaze down on the earth below for the skies will disappear like smoke and the earth will wear out like a piece of clothing. The people of the earth will die like flies, but my salvation lasts forever. My righteous rule will never end. Listen to me, you who know right from wrong, 
You who cherish my law in your hearts, do not be afraid of people's scorn, nor fear their insults. For the moth will devour them as it devours clothing. The worm will eat at them as it eats wool, but my righteousness will last forever. My salvation will continue from generation to generation. Wake up. Wake up, O Lord. Clothe yourself with strength. Flex your mighty right arm. Rouse rouse yourself as in the days of old when you slew Egypt, the dragon of the Nile. Are you not the same today? The one who dried up the sea, making a path of escape through the depths so that your people could cross over? Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return. They will enter Jerusalem singing, crowned with everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning will disappear, and they will be filled with joy and gladness. Lord, oh Jesus. We are reaping a harvest, family. We are we are reaping a harvest. God's people is reaping a harvest. But you gotta remember that the wicked has a harvest to reap too. The wicked shall reap their harvest. It's time. It's time for the harvest. The harvest is ripe. Okay? It's, the harvest is ripe. It says, I guess I am the one who covers you. So why are you afraid of mere humans who wither like grapes and disappear? Yet you have forgotten the Lord, your creator, the one who stretched out the sky like a canopy and laid the foundations of the earth. Will you remain in constant dread of human oppression? Will you continue to fear the anger of your enemies? Where is their fury and anger now? It is gone. Soon all you captives will be released. Imprisonment, starvation, and death will not be your fate. For I am the Lord your God, who stirs up the seas, causing its waves to roar. My name is the Lord of heaven's army, and I have put my words in your mouth and hidden you safely in my hand. Wasn't we just talking about the Lord, but how he, he hid Elijah, how he hid his people. He says, you have, I, I have put my words in your mouth and hidden you safely in my hand. I stretch out the sky like a canopy and laid the foundations of the earth. I am, I am the one who says to Israel, you are my people. Wake up. Wake up, O Jerusalem. You have drunk the cup of the Lord's fury. You have drunk the cup of terror, tipping its last drops. Not one of your children is left alive to take your hand and guide you. These two calamities have fallen on you. Desolation and destruction, famine and war. And who is left to sympathize with you? Who is left to comfort you? For your children have tainted and and lie in the streets, helpless as antelopes caught in a net. The Lord has poured out his fury. God has rebuked them. But now listen to this, you afflicted ones who sit in a drunken stupor, though not from drinking wine. This is what the sovereign Lord, your God and defender says. So have taken the terrible cup from your hands. You will drink no more of my fury. Instead, I will I will hand that cup to your tormentors. Those who said we will trample you into the dust and walk on your backs. Listen. Who? Oh, that cup, that cup of suffering was necessary. 
Do you hear me? In the garden, did Jesus not say, Father, if there's any way for you to take this cup of suffering, is there any way you could take it? But nevertheless, but nevertheless, not my will, Father, your will. It was necessary for him to be whipped and beaten and tortured and mocked and spit on and him to carry the cross, him be hung on the cross. Hallelujah. The, the crucifixion was necessary. It was necessary for Jesus to feel forsaken. Hallelujah. It was necessary. It was necessary. And it's the same thing with you. That cup of suffering was necessary. Look, now Jesus is, 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 is he's, he's, he's got the glory. He always had the glory. But you know what? Jesus always had the glory now. You hear what I'm saying? But it was necessary for him to do the Lord's will. It was necessary for his father's will to be done. He said, nevertheless. Not my will, but yours. Don't let my will be done, Father, but your will. It was necessary. It was in, ooh, let's go to Isaiah 53 real quick. It says, hold on, hold on. Let's go to verse 10. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and to cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous service will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. I will give him honor of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. Mm, God is so good. Shout out to Jesus. Jesus is a real one. I'm telling you, my God is a real one. Who he is the only real one. He a real one. He the worthy one. Who he is worthy. Do you hear me? Oh, I had to just. Oh. But it was in God's good plan to crush him. It was God's good plan. And if if it was God's good plan to crush Jesus, who are we to Jesus? Let's be joyful that we had to be crushed. Let's be joyful of that because Jesus is the worthy one and he was crushed. God had a good plan. That cup of suffering to drink of that cup of suffering is so necessary. It's so necessary. Trust God in the process. Hallelujah. Trust God. Another thing that the Lord has said, he said, I'm going to carry my people. He says, I'm carrying my people. He said that to me. And um, I want to take you to Isaiah 40. My dog in the hallway chewing on something. I can hear her. I may have to... um. I'm going to have to get her in a second. Let's go to Isaiah 40, verse 10. 
Yes, the sovereign Lord is coming in power. He will rule with a powerful arm. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother sheep with their young. He is carrying his people. He said, I will carry you through. Who, Jesus? I'm carrying you through. I'm carrying you to these promises, says the Lord. I have a good plan over your life. It was my good plan all along. Hallelujah. It was the Lord's plan all along. He is going to carry. It says he will carry the lambs in his arms. He is going to carry his people, his power. He is getting ready to show his power, his powerful arm. He says, I will carry you. Hallelujah. We got to go to Isaiah 61 real quick. I might get lit and have to read the whole thing. Matter of fact, yes. Good news for the oppressed. This is good. If you feel oppressed, this is for you. Listen, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me for the Lord has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and proclaim that the captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies. So all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes for all who mourn in Israel. He will give you a crown of beauty for your ashes. A joyous blessing instead of mourning festive praise is Instead of despair, in their righteousness, they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. They will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. Foreigners will be your service. Hallelujah. You see how they, he, he said, you, we will revive them. He says that my people will revive them. It says right here, they will revive them. They will rebuild the ancient ruins. It's his people. It is us. Hallelujah. God has been training you up for such a time as this. For such a time as this. Elijah was placed in the widow's house for such a time. For such a time as that. All the widow could focus on was the fact that she didn't have enough food and she was getting ready to die. But God had a good plan. Although she had to sacrifice, God had a plan. Although her son did die, God had a plan. God God used Elijah to revive the child. Do you get what I'm saying? It's the time of the Lord's favor. His set time has come to favor his people. I'm telling you, his set time has come to favor his people. Shall you not perceive it? Shall you not see it? Do you not see that we are living in the times where his people are being set free? Hallelujah. 
If we are living in a time, the Lord has been saying, let my people go. Hallelujah. He has been saying it throughout this pandemic. Let my people go. It's time for you to be freed. It's time for you to be freed. Yes, the Lord has taken your idols, but because it's because you shall not have no other idol before the Lord your God. He is God and God alone. But a lot of people have been feeling like God has been punishing them. But he's just been taking what you have put before him and been showing you that I am all that you need. That I will supply all your needs. That nothing comes before me. That's what he has been showing his people. He has took you out of what was your norm and he has been showing you all along how it was an idol before him. Family, these things have happened in my own life too. Don't think your sis ain't have idols because I did. Hallelujah. Listen, the Lord be revealing stuff to me and I'll be like, Dad, for real, Lord. You feel like everything is being ripped from you, but it's because the Lord is saying, I will provide for you. No idol is going to provide your needs. It is I, the Lord, your God, who will supply everything that you need. Hold your peace. Who, Jesus? Stop focusing on everything else and focus on me, says the Lord. The set time is now. You are free, says the Lord. I have freed you by my powerful arm. Stay free. Stay free. Foreigners will be your servants. They will feed your flocks and power. And plow your fields and tend your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of our God. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land. And everlasting joy will be yours. Who I hear the Lord speaking to me today. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying. That in, in this set time, what the enemy has meant for your bad, he is using it for your good. Those bad doctor reports, the Lord is going to turn it around for your testimony. You're going to be able to see what the end, you're going to be able to have evidence to show people what the enemy tried to do in your life, but how God has reversed it by his power. Hallelujah. Those, those, um, bank statements where you was in the negatives, you was owing everybody something. Peter, Paul, John, you was all owing them awesome you was robbing peter pay paul you 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 was trying you was trying to stretch a nickel i'm telling you you was out in these streets trying to do what you gotta do and the lord is saying you will use them them statements for my glory you will be able to let people see what i have done in your life people will see my splendor they will see once where it was dried and parched how i have came and put my hand on it how i put my hand in it and it has become fruitful that's what the lord is saying where you have felt shame he will give you a double portion of honor Yes, some people might, that man might not have wanted you, sis, but you about to get a double portion of honor. The Lord is about to show off every place that you have been dishonored. The Lord is going to show you all for his glory. He is going to honor you. Every place where you have felt dishonored, the Lord is giving you honor. I'm telling you. 
People that did you wrong, pray for them. Don't hold them in unforgiveness. Pray for them. Let them go. Let them go, okay? Because the Lord is doing something in his kids' lives. You are about to, you are walking into, not even about to, you are walking in this double portion. The set time is now. So what that man ain't want you since he wasn't for you. If he knew who you was, he wouldn't have let you slip out his hand. He didn't see it. He couldn't see it. He has the veil over his eyes. He can't see who you are. Pray for him and let him go. Hallelujah. Every place that you have felt dishonored, the Lord is giving you honor. He is glorifying you to give him much glory. It don't matter if them people don't like you. Like I said, if they knew who you was, they would would be kissing the dust off your feet. They would be sitting here asking you, what do you want to start your press? They would have asked you those things if they knew who you was. They can't see it. The veil's over their eyes. If they knew it, they wouldn't have let you slip out their hands. Stop fixing your mind on that and keep your mind focused on Jesus. You will possess double portion of prosperity in your land and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. He says, I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering. The suffering was necessary. I need you to understand your suffering is necessary. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. I am like a bridegroom dressed for his wedding or a bride with her jewels. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. His righteousness will be like a garden in early spring with plants springing up everywhere. Let me read verse 11 again. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. The same people that watched you be oppressed. The same people that watched your barren land. The same people who saw those things will see how the Lord has resurrected you. They will see you now come to life. Okay, I want to take you one more place. Isaiah 44. And then listen, you sis, as long as the sovereign Lord don't say nothing else, we're going to be up out of here. Let's go down to. Let's go. I, I recommend you read this whole verse in the name of Jesus, but I want to read you. Let's read verse 21. Pay attention, O Jacob, for you are my people, O Israel. The Lord, I, the Lord, made you, and I will not forget you. 
I have swept away your sins like a cloud. I have scattered your offenses like the morning mist. Oh, return to me, for I have paid the price to set you free. Who for oh hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, return to me, for I have paid the price to set you free. Who Jesus? He says, Return to me, for I have paid the price to set you free. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Mm. It's bottle of blood. It's bottle of blood. You were bought for a cost. Do you hear me? It's bottle of blood of Jesus. He has set you free. His body was broken so you could be whole. Who, Jesus? Do you understand that? Do you understand that every one of those lashes was to set you free? Hallelujah. Do you know that? Do you know that what was the what was the power behind what had happened to Jesus? Do you know everything was for a purpose that happened to him? And it was for your good. Who he was broken to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. Do you know it? Do you know it? Who I got this fire that's burning within me? Cause I know what my God has done for me. Do you know what He has done for you? Do you know? Do you know that it was in God's good plan to do that? To have that happen to His Son to give you life. That's how much He loves you. That's how much He loves you, and you don't let nobody take that from you. That's how much God loves you. That he was broken for you. Who hallelujah. I got to calm down, but listen, but listen, I don't got to calm down because I'm hyped because my God is good and he deserves all the glory. He deserves all the glory. Whoever don't want to hear me hype, you're going to have to click off in the name of Jesus. You don't have to just tap off, hit the pause button, hit the stop button, whatever, because I'm hyped because my God has did it for me. My God has paid the price for me to be free. And I need you to understand he paid the price for you to be free. Do you hear me? You are free. You are free and it's by the blood of Jesus. It was by, it's by the blood. Hallelujah. Do you understand that they whipped him? Who? That they whipped him. Jesus didn't even do anything. He was spotless. Do you hear? He's still spotless, but do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you understand they pierced his side for you? He hung on that cross for you. For you. It wasn't for him. It was for you. It was to set you free. He sets you free. He is your sin offering. He is your offerings for sin. Do you hear me? Not so that you can keep on sinning, but so you can be set free. So that them strongholds can be crushed. That them generational curses can be reversed. Do you understand it? Do you understand that the reversal of the cro- of the of the curses happened on the cross? Do you get it? Do you get it yet? Do you fathom what happened on the cross yet? Do you get it? It's not for you to stay in sin. It's not about that. It's about setting you free. It's about getting to the root of what is the matter and and being free from it. It's not about holding on to unforgiveness and thinking, oh, I can still make it into heaven because God loves me. It's about setting you free. It's about you, you loving the people who persecute you, the people that oppress you. It's about that. Jesus prayed for the people that was persecuting him, the people that crucified him. He said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. So you can't tell me that you can sit there and be in unforgiveness because that's not so. That's not so. 
The same heart that, that Jesus has, the Lord is creating in you. Do you hear me? The same heart that he has created in Jesus, he is creating in you. You will be able to look at the people that hurt you and say, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Who? That's what it's about. That's what it's about in the name of Jesus. Now I need to take you, because listen, the Lord done took me there. The Lord done took me there, family. Let's go to... um. Ezekiel 36, because the Lord has took me there, okay? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Because people done got it twisted. You know how many people I see that be pleading the blood of Jesus, but they just in sin? I'm like, I can smell the wickedness on you. Do you understand what the blood is for? Don't just say, I plead the blood of Jesus. Know your rights. Know your rights. Know what's in that blood. A lot of people are ignorant to the blood of Jesus. A lot of people are ignorant to the cross. A lot of people is stuck in a life that they think is is um supposed to supposed to be wicked. A lot of people think that their wickedness is actually good. Do you know that? Do you know that? I see it. I see it. But what are you going to do about it? Are you going to change it? Are you going to change it? Are you going to show people what the cross was really about? Who Jesus. Let's go to Ezekiel, right? 36. Who Jesus. He taking me there. It says, restoration for Israel. Who? Okay, we about to read it from the top. We about to read it from the tip top, okay? Is a son of man prophesied to Israel's mountains. Give them this message. Oh, mountains of Israel, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Your enemies have taunted you saying, aha, now the ancient heights belong to them. Therefore, son of man, give the mountain of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. Your enemies have attacked you from all directions, making you the property the property of many nations and the object of much mocking and slander. Therefore, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the sovereign Lord. He speaks to the hills and mountains, ravens and valleys, and to the ruined waste and long deserted cities that have been destroyed and mocked by the surrounding nations. This is what the sovereign Lord says. My jealous anger burns against these nations, especially Edom, because they have not shown utter contempt for me by gleefully taking my land for themselves as plunder. Therefore, prophesy to the hills and mountains, the ravens and valleys of Israel. This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am furious that you have suffered shame before the surrounding nations. He is furious that you have suffered shame. Do you understand that? The Lord is furious about what's going on with you. Who? This is what he said. Therefore, that that is what the sovereign Lord says. I have taken a solemn oath that those nations will soon have their own shame to endure. But the mountains of Israel will reduce heavy crops of fruit for my people. Hallelujah. That resurrection power where you see your land was dried up. The Lord is saying that it will produce heavy crops of fruit for my people. For they will be coming home again soon. See, I care about you. I will pay attention to you. Your ground will be plowed and your crops planted. 
I will greatly increase the population of Israel and the ruined cities will be rebuilt and filled with people. I will increase not only the people, but also your animals. Oh, mountains of Israel, I will bring people to live on you once again. I will make you even more prosperous than you were before. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I will cause my people to walk on you once again, and you will be their territory. You will never again rob them of their children. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The other nations taunt you, saying Israel is a land that devours its own people and robs them of their children. But you will never again devour your people or rob them of their children, says the sovereign Lord. I will not let your, you hear those other nations insult you and you will no longer be mocked by them. You will not be a land that causes its nations to fall, says the sovereign Lord. Then this further message came to me from the Lord. Son of man, when the people of Israel were living in their own land, they defiled it by the evil way they live. To me, their contact their conduct was as unclean as a woman's menstrual cloth. They polluted the land with murder and worship of idols. So I poured out my fury on them. I scattered them to many lands to punish them for the evil way they lived. They had lived. But when they were scattered among the nations, they bore shame on my holy name. For the nation said, those are the people of the Lord, but he couldn't keep them safe in his own land. Then I was concerned for my holy name on which my people brought shame among the nations. Therefore, give the people of Israel this message from the sovereign Lord. I am bringing you back, but not because you deserve it. I am doing it to protect my holy name on which you brought shame while you were scattered among the nations. I will show how holy my great name is. The people on which the I was at the people, the name on which you brought shame among the nations. And when I reveal my holiness through you, when I oh, it says, when I reveal my holiness through you before their very eyes, says the sovereign Lord, then the, the nations will know that I am the Lord, for I will gather you up from the nations and bring you home again to your land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. Your filth will be wiped away and you will no longer worship idols who jesus because we know he done live in water who one taste of jesus and you will thirst no more every idol in your life once you taste a little bit of jesus all you need is just you just need to get the tip of your tongue away with a little bit of jesus and you will thirst no more you all i need lord that's what you want to say you all that i need jesus one touch i'm telling you one sip you don't even gotta go for one sip you just one sip hallelujah and your thirst will be quenched i'm telling you the truth who i'm telling you the truth today your filth will be washed away and you will no longer worship idols and i will give you a new heart and i will put a new spirit in you i will take out your stony stubborn heart and give you a tender responsive heart and i will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations who 
He giving you life. He's giving you life. And you will live in Israel, the land I gave your ancestors long ago. You will be my people and I will be your God. Who He says, you will be my people and I will be your God. I will cleanse you of your filthy behavior. I will give you good crops of grain and I will send no more famines on the land. I will give you great harvest from the from your fruit trees and fields and never again will the surrounding nations be able to scoff at your land for its famines. Then you will remember your past sins and despise yourselves for all the detestable things you did. But remember, says the sovereign Lord, I am not doing this because you deserve it. Oh, my people of Israel, you should be utterly ashamed of all you have done. This is what the sovereign Lord says. When I declare, when, I said, when I declare, I'm sorry, y'all. When I cleanse you from your sins, I will repopulate your cities. The ruins will be rebuilt. The fields that... Hold on, wait, because I got to let you know something. Yes, we we are not to sit here and be proud of the things that we used to do. Who, Jesus? It's not... Ooh, it's... Mm-mm, mm-mm. Don't be proud of that. Don't sit in condemnation either. Don't sit there in condemnation. But no, agree with God that what you did was wrong. Humble yourself. What I did was wrong. But thank God. Thank you because of who you are. I thank you for your mercy and your unfailing love because you are the worthy one. Who? That's what you got to remember. Humble yourself and know who's the worthy one. Who? I'm going to keep on going now. And when I bring you back. Hold on, hold on, hold on. My bad. It says, when I cleanse you from your sins, I repopulate your cities and the ruins will be rebuilt. The fields that used to lie empty and desolate in plain view of everyone will again be farmed. And when I bring you back, people will say, this former wasteland is now like the Garden of Eden. The abandoned and ruined cities now have strong walls and are filled with people. Then the surrounding nations that survive will know that I, the Lord, have built the... have built rebuilt the ruins and replaced I said replaced and replanted the wasteland for I the Lord have spoken and I will do what I say this is what the sovereign Lord says I am ready to hear Israel's prayers and to increase their numbers like a flock they will be as numerous as the sacred flocks that fills Jerusalem streets at the time of her festival the ruined cities will be crowd crowded with people once more and everyone will know that I am the Lord the Lord is ready to hear his people. It says, it says, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, my kids is loud. I am ready to hear Israel's prayers and to increase their numbers like a flock. Who he is ready. It's an open heavens. The Lord is saying, I'm ready to hear you. It's an open heavens. Hallelujah. And I want to, oh Jesus, the Lord is taking me one more place, y'all. He is taking me there today in the name of Jesus. Cause it's an open heavens. It's an open heavens. Hold on. Hold on. Let me tell my kids to be quiet. Hold on y'all. Hold on. Okay, let's go to John chapter one. I know this is a little bit of a long word, but the I can't control when the spirit show up and how long it's staying. Okay, but I invite the Holy Spirit in in the name of Jesus. So if it's too long for you, you might not even have made it to this. Listen, it's all right. It's all right. Hallelujah. But I'm going to do what I what I came here to do. It says, let's go to John chapter one, verse 50. Jesus asks, do you believe? 
this just because I told you I had seen you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. Then he said, I tell you the truth. <clears throat> My bad. Hold on, hold on, y'all. <clears throat> I tell you the truth, you will see, you will all see heaven open and the angels of God going up and down on the son of man, the one who is the stairway between heaven and earth. Who Jesus, you are going to see the power in the name of Jesus. You are going to see the power in his blood. You are going to see the power in his body being broken. You are going to see the power in that name of Jesus because it's an open heaven. It's an open heaven says the lord it's oh he says i tell you the truth you will see heaven open and the angels of god going up and down on the son of man you are gonna see it you are going to see that when you pray the lord answers you're going to see those things when you open your mouth the lord will answer you you're going to see that hallelujah the same power that you see with elijah he said that god's going to shut up the heaven and no rain will fall and no rain has fell and then when elijah said he see the rain and the rain came that's the power you're getting ready to see you about to see greater things because Jesus is with the Father. Do you hear me? When you pray, God's going to answer because the heavens is open. Who, Jesus? Because the heavens is open. When you pray, he's going to answer. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? When you brace yourself, when you pray, God's going to answer you. Hallelujah. And you better you better give God the glory. Who, when he do this thing in your life, when he rebuilds your ancient ruins, when he rebuilds those ancient ruins, you better give him the glory. I'm telling you now, you better be like the one, the one man that was healed on leprosy and he came back. That better be you in the name of Jesus because God is doing it. Who he's doing it. The heavens is open, y'all. The heavens is open. God is, he, he's listening. He's answering. When you pray, he will answer. Who just believe it? Just believe that when you pray, he will answer. Hallelujah. And if you're having a hard time believing, you ask the Lord that you believe, just help him overcome your unbelief. That's what you can say. Who I got to go, y'all. Hallelujah, Lord. Is there anything else you want me to say to your people before I go? Lord, in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Family, the heavens is open, says the Lord. And you will see that it's so. You will see for yourself that the heavens is open. Hallelujah. You will see it for yourself that the heavens is open. When you pray, he shall answer in the name of Jesus. Who God. Glory be to God. The heavens is open. Hallelujah. Your promises is coming to get you. Them promises that you forgot about, they coming to get you. Who Jesus. Because when God says he's doing a thing, it shall spring forth. Who do you not perceive it? Who Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah, y'all. I love y'all so much. (laughs) I love y'all so much. It's an open heaven. Brace yourself. Because listen, the heavens is open. Who the heavens is open. Listen, hallelujah, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let each person under the sound of my voice, Father, let them witness and testify that the heavens is open, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Allow their prayers to be answered, Lord, in the name of Jesus, for your glory, Father. Give them a 
new heart. Give them a new spirit. Hallelujah, Lord, to obey and, and listen to your decrees and your commands, Father. In the name of Jesus, create in us a new person, Lord. In the name in the name of Jesus, Lord. And so we can glorify you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray that they each receive an abundance of a harvest this coming year, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray that they just they just are glory glorified for your glory, Lord. I pray that they bring you much glory, Father. In the name of Jesus, so the surrounding nations will know that you alone are God. Who that you alone are God, Lord. Allow us to glorify you, Father, so they alone will know that you alone are God and there is no other God besides you, Father. In the name of Jesus, who in the name of Jesus, you shall bring him much glory. Who says the Lord? The Lord is telling me to speak it. You are going to bring him much glory. Yes, you, the very one that's saying this isn't about me. You, you are going to bring him much glory in the name of Jesus. Who trust the process? <laughs> trust the process. Hallelujah. My God gives beauty for ashes. Who do you hear me? Do you hear me? He gives beauty for his, for your ashes. Where there was shame, you shall be honored. You get in double portion of honor. He is removing your shame. You are set free. Hallelujah. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? You are set free and prisoners shall be released. Do you hear what I am speaking to you today? Because the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me today. Who has he has anointed me today to tell you that you are freed? Who you are free and you will testify this open heavens today. Who Jesus? Hallelujah. I'm going to go, y'all. Because <laughs> I am hype. I'm going to go. I love y'all so, 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 so much. Let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.